everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Really Personal Podcast. I am your host, Marianne Addis, and like always, things are just about to get real, y'all. So you'll notice right off the bat that today's episode is quite different from the previous 11. This is a solo one. And although I love hosting other guests on the podcast, there's something intimate about having a solo show. Although I'm physically by myself, I'm sitting at my desk at my sanctuary of a home with a lit candle, a latte and a green juice, talking to a mic. Yes, I'm physically alone, but I don't feel alone at the same time. Today's episode is pretty short and it's on the things that don't matter, don't matter. It is the last week of 2022. And if you're like me, you cannot help but take the time to reflect on this past year. What were things that you're grateful for? What were things that were difficult? What were some valuable things that you learned? What is something that you wish you could have done better with or a situation you could have handled better? Are there people that you've distanced yourself with that you've been having like a longing to reconnect with them? There's different things of not just mulling over, but of reflection on this last week before a complete turn of the sun takes place. And I could not help but reflect on what has happened this year. So for one, and this is my 12th episode on the Really Personal Podcast. For you, that's like, okay, whatever. But for me, that's huge. I never thought that I would be a podcaster. Never thought that would be attached to my name in any way or form. And it has been a a journey, to say the least. I've enjoyed not just talking to my friends and had wonderful guests on the podcast, but it's been wonderful to run into people and like hear them share about what they learned from an episode or what things they enjoyed. One lady, for example, told me that she listens to the podcast because her daughter is, you know, dating and kind of young and she feels I'm giving her a cheat sheet insight (laughs) to her daughter. I thought that was really funny. I was talking to Hinge Honey about this a few weeks ago and I was telling him, man, I wish I could do more in regards to the podcast. And he was like, why don't you do once a week episode in January? And my initial reaction was like, hell no, that is way too much work. I'm a full-time music teacher, also sing with the Houston Symphony. And I just was like already stressing out (laughs) after he completed his then, which is ridiculous on my end, not on his. I appreciate the challenge. Immediately was like, that sounds like a great idea, but I don't know how I'm going to even be able to do that. This week, my week, my last week of 2022, I decided, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm saying it out loud. You're holding me accountable. I'm going to do one episode every week in January. I have it planned. I wait on a few guests to get back with me, but I am excited about pumping out four episodes in January. So it's been wonderful on this last week of 2022 to say, yeah, good job. You did 12 episodes. Not bad. And I look forward to how the podcast is going to grow next year, the blog and so forth. And it's been a wonderful journey. And I'm grateful for all my friends, for you and family, for their support and love. I could not have done this without all of you. So that's my big thank you to all of you. Also, the journals that were published, the life journals and the self-care planners are, I cannot, I'm just (laughs) pinching myself. I couldn't believe that people are buying them. When I designed them and I took the time to 
create these journals that I would possess. I have all the collections. I love them so much. It's amazing to see that people are buying it. So it's not too late. They're on Amazon. I have a link on the show notes, six different life planners, and they have at the end of the journals, hundreds of prompt questions and directed guided meditation. I think it's wonderful to just put your thoughts and feelings onto paper, but it's also good to have some guidance. And these are designed by therapists and they are so wonderful. What I do in the morning before I get ready for work is I light a candle, I have my little latte and I go to the back of the life journal and I just pick one that kind of speaks to my heart and I just go and start writing. And it has been wonderful. And then on top of that, the self-care planners and those are, I love them so much. And I created them because you, you should see my desk. I have four notepads in a journal and one of them I'll have a list of what I'm grateful for, for the day. What are my workout plans? What do I plan to eat or cook? What are some big agenda items that need to be taken care of for the day? And I hate that they're in four different <laughs> books. So the life self-care planner that I designed has, it's all inclusive. So it has the whole year schedule. So it has a month to month. It has a daily list where you can write what big items are on the agenda. You can write what you're grateful for. How, what's your mood? What's your workout plan? What you plan on eating? How much water you're going to take that day? And I love it so much. And I especially love that each month has an uh, a goal setting. So it's goal settings for your finances, your relationships, your wellness, career. I love it so much. I'm so excited that people are buying it. You should definitely grab yourself one. The self-care planners are, again, they're on Amazon. There's links on my show notes. You can also just go to Amazon and just write Marian Addis and they will appear. And they're awesome. So definitely grab yourself one. That's my shout out. Getting your way to start a new year, a new you. Journals, prompts, and self-care journals. Today's episode is so befitting for the last week of 2022. The things that don't matter, don't matter. It goes without saying that the more you focus on problems, the more problems you have. But if you focus on possibilities, you'll have more possibilities. A few weeks ago, I saw a speaker talk about worries and anxieties. And he said, worries are like the safety instructions the flight attendants give prior to takeoff. That is on point. They're there for you. They're supposed to help you just in case. But it doesn't mean that you're going to utilize those safety instructions every time you step onto a plane. And so worrying is a habit that we have. And it's a pathway that we plowed in our mind. And essentially, it's a protection mechanism. When you start to think about something, an alarm gets set in your body. And you start to chase after the best outcome in the situation. And you also feel like you're preparing yourself to run away from that worst case outcome. And this cycle causes fear and it causes stress and anxiety. An example would be earlier in 2022, my father announced that he's moving to Colombia and I am super, super close to him. And that was a huge change that I was not prepared for. I was worried that, man, I'm going to be by myself. I'm not going to have anyone. What if my car breaks down? My initial thing, when I have a flat tire or there's something that happens at my house, I initially call my dad. I can't help it. I'm a daddy's girl through and through. It's a security that, oh, my parent is there if I need him. Whenever. And to think that he's going to be thousands of miles away, not at my beck and call, 
which sounds very selfish as I say that out loud, was very scary. I was worried and I didn't want to face that loneliness. I just thought that's going to be the worst experience for me to feel. I was so consumed with it. And now we're at the end of 2022. He's officially moved to Colombia and I am not experiencing any of those things. I did have some pipe problems during the storm, the winter storm. And I called him. He got me in touch with a plumber. So it was as if he was there physically. We got it all sorted out and it worked. And as I reflect back to the worries that I was putting myself through, they were like the safety instructions. I thought by talking or running through these worries, I was preparing myself for the worst outcome, which was loneliness and not being able to not function, but feel like I won't be able to be happy because he'll be somewhere else. The what if this or what if that, it's letting your thoughts spin and it will spin out of control, resulting in feeling anxious. I was feeling anxious those earlier parts of 2022. And now that we're, you know, we're just a few days from 2023 and he has moved, I don't experience any of those things. And I'll be very blunt. Those worries did not prepare. They did nothing. They added no value, no help or assistance in any way. It's interesting. What if it all works out? I think that's tough that when you're experiencing something, you're like, well, wait a minute, what if it does work out? And that kind of will stabilize your thought. Your body will start to settle down and it doesn't escalate. I love this saying, today is tomorrow that you were worried about yesterday. And that's exactly it. I was worried about today, this time. My dad was going to move away earlier this year. And here I am now, not worried, not sad, not feeling alone. I celebrated Christmas with him, Chani, and with some friends. It's been wonderful, and I have not experienced any sadness whatsoever. I would say that I'm in a very happy and peaceful spot. And just think, several months ago, I was worried about this. What if this or what if that? If you just let your thoughts stop, it will spin out of control resulting in being anxious. And there are certain ways that you can do to stabilize your thoughts, way to have your body settle down so it doesn't escalate. And this is a practice. This is what you're going to have to keep practicing and doing time and time again. First thing I do is I interrupt the worry with 54321 and I insert something else. And that insertion can be just a, a kind reminder that this moment will pass. I can handle this doesn't matter. It's going to be okay. You have to interrupt those thoughts and insert something else or you're going to spin. I don't know if you saw on the news recently, there was a telescope or a probe that was sent out 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago out in space. And for the most part, there was no signal from that actual satellite or probe to Earth. So it's been lost. And just recently, it's starting to send signals to Earth. And when they play the signal, you hear the signal as spinning. It is spinning out of control. And, and as it's going, whoom, it's just sending a signal. And I think about that with our worries and how it can escalate. It is going round and round out of control into the void. I think that when you start to worry and you go out of control, that is a signal. Our body is naturally signaling you to be, you need to stop this. You need to put a pause button and just breathe in and out. So our bodies are in many ways helping you guide and to relax when your stress is heightened and your anxiety is going is running amok. So the next time you start to overthink and have scenarios in your head to cause you to worry, just stop yourself and remind yourself that they don't exist. What exists is everything that's around you now. What's going on around you now? 
We have to acclaim that when Hinge Honey challenged me to do weekly podcast episodes in January, it's not so much worrying that it won't get done. It's what I'm going to feel and how I'm going to treat myself if, if it doesn't get done, that I'm not good enough. I'm a procrastinator. I didn't accomplish a goal. So it's not just worrying that it's causing havoc. It's also you putting yourself down and saying that you're not good enough. So immediately as I started to have those thoughts, I had to say, no, 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 you're just afraid. That's all it is. Don't start categorizing yourself as a procrastinator or not a hard worker. You're just afraid. When you get to the root of it and know why you're doing it, typically it's fear, the fear of the unknown. It's the fear, I'm going to be alone when my dad moves away. I'm not going to have anyone. I'm not going to have a special Christmas. When things go wrong in my life, I'm not going to have anyone. I'm going to have to do it all on my own. And that didn't happen. It was fear, being afraid. I think when you acknowledge that, the root of it, then you can start to realize that by staying in your mind, you think you're safe. But what you're really doing is holding yourself back from living the life that you're meant to live. And that also includes arguments or disgruntledness with friends and family. You don't have to attend every argument that you're invited to. Things that don't matter, don't matter. And you have to make those decisions on your own. It's also making the harder choices in the moment that will lead you to an easier life. And that includes letting things go that need to let go. And that comes with letting go of anger, sadness, and frustrations or your anxiety. We're not meant to hold on to these weight, but often we do because that's our way of coping. That's our way of surviving. And you'll be happier when you actually let go. And confidence, peace, and happiness is the willingness to try. That's all you have to do is try to take action. And it won't be perfect, but you're trying. That's all that matters. I think that we always strive for this state of perfection that, oh, I have a grip on life and I can conquer and do everything. Okay. All right. That's not a very realistic way of thinking. All we have to do is try our best and knowing that we're not going to settle in our mind and our thoughts and let that spin us out of control, that we're going to try to aim towards letting go and moving forward. So I have a few things that I think are very helpful They're helpful for me tremendously in regards to when I start to feel anxious or worried, or I'm trying to decide the things that don't matter, don't matter. I was talking to a friend the other day and she was asking me some questions. I told her, yeah, I've been utilizing my therapy toolkit. Years of going through therapy and also, you know, being a counselor myself, like taking out the tools. These are some tools that benefit me when I start to worry, when I start to stress, when I start to spiral. You can do this in any order. As soon as I'm in the wake or in the climax of stress, I say five, four, three, two, one, and I insert something. And that insertion can be the following. Force yourself to focus on gratitude. Take 30 seconds, take one minute and state three things that you're grateful for and let that gratitude wash over you. Another action you can take after five, four, three, two, one is affirm yourself. Look into your eyes in the mirror after you throw water on your face or while you're applying makeup. Just remind yourself how incredible you are. Say it out loud so you can hear it. Another thing you can do after five, four, three, two, one is to journal and write down, I gave a big spiel about the self-care planners and the life journals. Those are wonderful tools to use at these moments. And it takes a few minutes. It could take, set a timer for five minutes. It's a way to organize your reflections, focus on your wellness, and most of all, your gratitude. Those booklets are perfect for writing your gratitude. Another thing you can do as a, a beautiful insert is to sit in a moment of silence and mindfully with intentionality, meditate. 
that means taking big breaths in and slowly letting them out. And you can do it for 30 seconds. You can do it for one minute. Big, deep breaths in and deep breaths out. 2022 has been an interesting year. And if you're the kind of person that is always, you have to be for listening to the really personal podcast. It's all about sharing but learning from these personal experiences. For instance, if you're overthinking, grab a piece of paper or a journal and write down all your thoughts. If you feel kind of sad or you're just experiencing low mood or feeling the winter blues, as difficult as it may seem, get up and move your body. It doesn't have to be anything extraneous or over the top. It just means that maybe moving off the couch or moving off the bed and transitioning to dancing or going for a walk. Light movement can work wonders to shift your mood. If you're feeling confused or you feel as though like you need some direction and you don't know how to make sense of it all with this current mood in your life, going outside for fresh breath of air is amazing. It makes such a huge impact. And you can just be outside in your backyard on the porch and do like a little walk and having that sun hit you or having that breeze, is just going to do wonders. If you're feeling tired, but you can't sleep, get out of your bed, sit on a couch or somewhere else that's comfortable and read. Don't read on your phone, but grab a book and just read. And if you're feeling anxious, remind yourself that you could do something in that very moment to ground yourself. And you can, you have some tools right now, but you have to remind yourself, I have tools. My body is giving me a signal in the midst of my worries and fears. And I know what I can do. Journal, take a walk, affirm yourself, write down what is you're grateful for. Take out a yoga mat and just do some light stretching. You're doing something, you're inserting something before you spiral out of control. And life is always going to teach you something. As I look back on this year, there are three things that I've learned. One is life can provide very good lessons. And although there are times of discomfort and struggles and frictions, I've learned so much. Even if you don't learn it, it's going to get louder and louder until it hits you with a jackhammer and eventually it's going to wake you up. So life is always trying to teach you something and lessons get repeated until you learn them. That's why I've learned this year. Also, change is inevitable. Change is not always bad. And although that there's a comfort in what I'm used to, like for example, there's a possibility of a career change in the next year or two. And I'm scared about that. I'm really scared about that. But I don't have to worry about that right now. I just continue working hard, focusing on now, the present, being grateful. When those avenues start to open up for me, then I'll take the next step when it's necessary. The last thing that I've also learned this year as we complete 365 days around the sun is giving myself excuses does nothing but prevent me from achieving my goals. Going back to when Hinge Honey gave me the challenge to do weekly episodes in January, I immediately started to give myself excuses on why I shouldn't do it. And all that does is hold you back. Given excuses of this life change in regard to my career or where I live is I'm going to be by myself. It's going to, I'm not going to know what to do. That's just an excuse. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. And I cannot put my faith into those fears. And most of all, life is going to give you some beautiful lessons, beautiful lessons, hard ones, difficult ways you learn them, but you learn them nonetheless. And I really hope that today's episode is a gentle reminder that the things that don't matter 
don't matter. And when you worry or when you feel doubt is coming upon you, just do five, four, three, two, one, breathe in and out and insert something that could be a walk. It could be a stretch. It could be journaling. It's doing something else and affirming yourself at the same time that you got this, this time will pass. Very much looking forward to 2023. There's some great things on the docket and I'm excited to share them with you. Over Christmas, I made jambalaya. It's so good. Texas and Louisiana, we're like brothers and sisters. So (laughs) most of my friends are from Louisiana, which is very funny. And my godmother is from Louisiana. Just made that. It is one of my favorite comfort food. And I'm going to share that as well on the show notes. So go ahead and make yourself a nice big pot of that. Treat yourself and grab one of those life journals or those self-care planners as well. And just look forward to what's coming around the corner for you. And I look forward to being in your ears in January on a weekly basis. I am looking forward to that. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful New Year's. 